Welcome to Season 1, Episode 16 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a fifth season that's still more inspired than David's intros. Today, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 16 of Fringe, Unleashed. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hey, I'm David. Um, that was a really weak insult. It really it was. Took me, it took me so long to think of it, and it was just terrible. Yeah, no. And oh, still... I haven't thought about it before, so I need to. I need to. I need to start writing them down. Like they're just gonna pop up at like two in the morning, and be like, "That's what I need to be insulting David with next time." It is completely less inspired than David's. Ins- <laughs> the David's descriptors. It really is. It's it's unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate because like some descriptor of a fifth season is probably my favorite joke. This entire thing. <laughs> it is a great joke, and I'm so upset that I didn't get the chance to do it for him because I was 100 percent going to do the same thing. But but it is his now, and you can't just copy it. You got to figure out what yours is. Mine is now terrible insult to David. The reason I stopped doing descriptors is because I already peaked. You can't get better than some descriptors. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing them anymore. It's just too meta. <laughs> Uh, we gotta right. think of the longevity of the show when we're doing Warehouse 13 season four. <laughs> like I'm banging our head against many, a desk because this how many is so much worse. Possibly use. <laughs> oh my god, it's <laughs> it's rough. I, I'm even saying like like season five of Fringe. Like we're gonna be like 80 episodes in at that point. Like this is. <laughs> well, we're so close to the end of season one as well. We are. Um, dauntingly close i'm once again shocked that we got this far yep and uh we we have officially passed 100 downloads on our on our podcast so we have it's big news and more than half of those should be actual people (laughs) maybe and and, you know some of them might not even know us personally that we haven't just like tried to shove this on well definitely one person doesn't know us personally (laughs) thank you unless they unless they do and that's a really weird coincidence That'd be amazing Shout if. <laughs> Shout out but, to dude who PM me on Reddit. Yes, we, we'll continue to shout you out because hey, keep listening. Thank you. Unfortunately, um, th- we've had over a hundred views now, but the past five days, no one's downloaded an episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we we hit that hundred, and it was like, cool, y- you made it to triple digits. You don't get to move past this at all. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you, you get to stay here forever. We gotta uh, just keep. Uh, promoting. You just gotta shamelessly self-promote as much as you can. God, I, I, I know we have to, but I hate, I just hate that. I hate that. I, I know. Hate that. <laughs> it's terrible. Ugh. It's honestly terrible. We have to. Um, anyways, anyways. Uh, what's everyone been up to? I got well, a job. I haven't, I haven't been doing very much. I've just been, once again, sitting at home doing research, but now I also have assignments for my course, so that's been great. But, you know, hey, my life's basically the same. It's great. <laughs> I got a job. Yay! Hey. I got a full-time job that's related to my degree. Oh, and full-time, too. You even get, yeah. like, benefits and stuff. I'm I still I get... every university student. Once mm-hmm. once my probation period is done, I get health benefits. Oh, shit! Is that dental, too? They give you dental? Yes. Yes, I have dental. What the fuck? Yeah. Charlie, Charlie's a grown-ass adult now. God damn, dude. Get yourself some money in a savings account. TFSA is gonna have money in it. And then you get to pay off loans. Yeah, Charlie, it's time to start investing all your money in the stock market. Uh, nine ooh, more years. Ooh. Nine more years. <laughs> yeah, stay that's, away from Wall Street bets. Just, that's, just that's stay not away. A joke. Nah. That's my current loan repayment plan length. Nine more years. <laughs> Oof. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, student loans. <laughs> David, what yeah, about you? What have you been up to? Um, I've literally, my life is the same. I've been going to work every day at my office desk, which is five feet away from my bed, and <laughs> been doing nothing. Um, ooh, I just started a new uh, play-by-post uh, D&D game on hey. one of the forms I play on. That's Ravnica themed, so that's exciting. Fancy. Um, yeah, I'm running two parties at the same time, which brings my total uh, play-by-post games up to i think seven total Jesus games i'm Christ. running now which is that that's how i uh this is how i get all of my dm anger out at what you guys do by the way is oh, i no, take you... it out on these strangers on the internet our party's bad in a lot of things like I, like every time I, I we're doing it's like oh my god every time you guys spend two hours deciding how to through a doorway i kill one of my players <laughs> in a different game oh 
This poor other other players. I'm 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 still trying my best to have our party act faster, but it's only sort of working. Last game, oh, to be fair, last game was also my fault. I sabotaged us with the contract negotiations. Yes, that was on you. I thought it was fun though. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's get away from you know our our homebrew D and D essentially. Listen, um, if this gains an attraction, maybe one day we'll do a D and D podcast. Ooh. Oh God. It would be interesting. We can do it in, we can do it in the fringe universe. It'd be great. That's, let's not do D&D then. Let's just do GURPS. Let's, or Fate or something yeah. else. Yeah. Anyways, moving away from tabletop. Uh, bring us to the TV guide, Nick. All right. Uh, so getting back into the episode now. Uh, the TV guide for this episode reads, An animal rights organization rescue... Uh, animal... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Getting back to... Nope, one second. <laughs> okay. So, getting back to the episode, uh, the TV guide for this episode reads, An animal rights organization's rescue mission at a laboratory backfires when it releases a vicious beast, almost mythological in appearance, with a lion's body and eagle's talons, and Charlie is in danger of being its latest victim. dun 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 my favorite part of you reading that is you taking the pause and then restarting as if I'm going to cut that to make you look better. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> the worst is going to be the second going, okay, okay, I'm good now. And then not being good. Like, you optimistic fool. <laughs> I was trying my best. I, I wanted it. That's going to be cut to look you, make you look terrible. Thank you. I, I can't wait for you to like cut that in a way where I, I just struggle through it the first time. <laughs> just cut in some really off-color jokes as well, you know? No, no, it's not allowed. <laughs> make you look really bad. No, no, bad no jokes. just no. one solid beep throughout the first one and just go, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> and then also All right. you guys just going, whoa! <laughs> Yeah, Charlie, we'll record some B uh, audio later. It's just us <laughs> reacting to Nick as if he said really terrible things. Oh Not like this. Anyways, let's let's actually try get into the episode now. Uh, All right, it's a so... decent TV guide. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, it uh, covers things pretty well. Though, honestly, I'm kind of not a fan of it, like, giving a description of the beast. Um, also, because... that description is wrong. Yeah, it is also straight up wrong. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like they watched the first, like, half of the episode where Walter's describing the beast, like, before they've actually seen it or describing what it could possibly be. And they're like, yep, that's what it looks like. Okay, episode done. Time to move on. Yep, exactly. Uh, but we, we don't get to meet the creature to start, because nope. why would you ever do that? Instead, we get the classic um, Olivia talking with, uh, talking with her niece, or with Ella, yeah. and uh, which is, you know, at this point, book. Which at this point is classic, because of how often episodes have now started yeah. with this. Yeah, no, exactly. They're doing their best to make sure that you like Ella. and I feel like they recorded all of those like in bulk. Just, just so with the they, child actress, yeah? yeah? Yeah, just so, like, we can only have her for, like, eight hours on, like, filming time. Mm -hmm. Let's get these out, like, bang, bang, bang. Exactly. Maybe. It makes sense. And then it's just like, cool, we got a lot of these, let's spread them out across episodes, um, and we'll, we'll run with it. And I'd yeah. love to see, I bet there's a couple extra ones that they recorded, like, a couple extra little, like, cute scenes like this, where Olivia gets a phone call, and they went, no, that doesn't fit in any of the episodes, and I'd love to see those. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I will have to go through the DVD um like all special of the features. uh special features that i have from season yeah actually you have that option um well no we can all have that option i'll just find a way so that the, the three of us can all watch it at once um online yeah you could probably just have... you could probably uh share your screen on discord or something yeah, just, can... i mean Stream discord share and then I, I guess you know how you guys keep yelling at me for having a cd dvd drive Fuck you. <laughs> Are we gonna do an episode twenty one that's just like a recap or like a discussion of this and, and discussion of yeah. the special feature and stuff? I think that's, that's a good. Call. I think a season recap okay. would be a nice. Yeah, yeah. that's just I, what I'm saying is that's just extending this length of the podcast yeah. even further now. But I think Wait, it's like necessary. Five episodes. Yeah, this is necessary. It'll be a nice recap of the season, general thoughts about it, and then just we can go over sort of anything like special features, interconnecting stories throughout yeah. the season stuff. Well, and specifically, we can talk about Walter's lab notes, finally. Yes, because oh, we've yes. been ignoring those except exactly. for that one episode. Yes, so and yeah, like, no, I, story... think I think it's a good call. Yeah, okay. and we could talk about like story arcs, like 
Peter and Rachel will they won't they, which is mm-hmm. a major story arc across all of Fringe, obviously. Um, and starts right here, really, um, when the the phone call that Olivia gets isn't that a gruesome murder has occurred, but instead just Peter going, "Hey, um, can I, can I talk with your sister?" Well, it's like, "Hey, what's up?" And Olivia going, "No, uh, nothing. What's wrong?" He's like, "Nothing. Uh, what's what's up with you?" <laughs> it's just so wonderfully awkward. Yeah. Um, and we, we eventually do get that um, Peter's not actually there to, to call Olivia um, and instead wants to talk with Rachel. And we get we get a little scene of Olivia watching um, her, her sister talk with, with Peter and obviously um, look like you know, she, she wants to be talking with Peter at this point, we'll say. Uh, yeah. And she's then, very pleased her, with this. And then Ella's like, can we read some more? God, I don't care about your adult drama. <laughs> And oddly enough, the book is about a bear walking the woods as a monster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They were like, "How about we make this really on the nose?" Yeah. Well, you know, it's like the, the bear has friends and things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this episode was written um, by Zach Whedon uh, and uh, Jersey Orsi, which is uh, I think interesting because wasn't uh, Zach also wrote on the other monster episode, right? The transformation. Oh, uh, I, I really? think so. Yeah. I can check that right. Uh, Dreamscape no, transformed yeah. and unleashed. Yeah. So, so episode yeah. nine. So butterflies, porcupine guy, and then this one. Yeah. Huh. So apparently, he was the monster guy. Yeah, he was the big monster one. Well, he does a good job, and those are all like good episodes. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then we hard cut into some monkeys screaming inside of cages. Yeah. Oh, wait, before that also, Olivia or is like to Ella, like, yo, monsters don't exist. There's no such thing. And like, literally a couple episodes ago, you saw a giant porcupine man. What are you talking about? Monsters don't exist. Okay, but do you want her to say that to her, like, nine-year-old niece? And her like, I mean... monsters aren't real, right, Aunt Liv? And she's like, oh, yeah, they are. You want to see the crime scene photo? <laughs> a couple case files. I mean, hey, it's a dangerous world out there. You should at least arm them with the knowledge. Or, or, or do you hard pivot to, no, the real monsters are humans, and you bring out a bunch of human trafficking cases. Man, the real monsters real are monsters. serial killers. Like, all of these ones I failed to catch and are still out there. Oh, no. No, that's a that's another episode. <laughs> Basically. Uh, but anyways, we, we do hard cut to a uh, an animal research facility uh, where it is just a lot of monkeys to start. You get some dogs mm-hmm. and some rats as well. Like, there's a bunch of different animals. Um, there's some and, bunnies in there at one point. Yeah. And uh, you, you get these, um, obviously, like, animal rights activists, these young uh, animal rights act- activists mm-hmm. coming in to free all of them. And they're doing the, you know, the classic... Um, open up all the cages, spray spray paint all the uh, security cameras and everything, so they can't be spotted. So, um, what is what's their thought process of freeing the monkeys? Like that the monkeys are just gonna live in the Boston like wildlife areas and be fine. Yeah, like it's, letting yeah, loose monkeys into the Boston ecology, like ecosystem like yeah I'm sure it's that's not fine. even it's not even like quick let's get these monkeys out of here and then we can like donate them to a zoo or send them to a preserve nope. somewhere it's and even so they let all these animals out and then this guy gets a notification on his phone and like drives speeds down boston to get there and he comes in and they're like you should be ashamed of what you did and he's like oh my god you didn't open up that did you and behind him is just a bunny on the ground twitching it yeah like they're <laughs> just that letting them gonna loose? do Yep. Like oh, those no, monkeys you, are gonna die. So is that rabbit? Or, like, or you know what? The inconvenient poor ends that now have wrangles geese, and yeah. they're going right back in those cages, right back to being sprayed with perfume. Because you yeah, know the the monkeys are not going to be particularly pleased about being out in the the Boston climate. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're also wearing, everyone's wearing heavy coats. Like it's not even summer. Like it's definitely like fall. Yeah. Well, so, so they're wearing, like, it, it's fall, and they're wearing the heavy coats to obscure themselves, so that there's nothing identifying about them. Yeah, no, it's but, like, it's, well, I just it's October, I, I think it's around Halloween in this episode. Okay, yeah, like, October in Boston is not the climate you release wild monkeys into. Yes. I don't know, they're bad, and it shows because there's, like, this big door, and they're like, come on, dude, security's about to come, and he's like, no, nah, I gotta go see what's behind this door, and death is behind that door. <laughs> Well, so my, a my giant thing murderous this. thing is behind that door. My, my favorite thing is is they're like, come on, guys, like, come on, they might have like a backup system, and the guy is just like, nah, there's no backup system. And at this point, you're like, all right, this guy's super cocky. Uh, <laughs> like, there's there's no way that you run into one of these and you just go, um, I guess I guess we we cut everything. Like, there's there's no there's obviously no silent alarms; those don't exist. 
Yeah, um, but like even so, you're an animal rights activist, and you're like, I'm going to go free all these animals, noble cause. You come up to a big door, and you're like, obviously, there's an animal behind there. What animal are you willing to be in the same room and are willing to free down the streets that needs to be locked up behind a giant metal door? Well, no, not just one, but two. There's, yeah. there's like, there, there's not, there's not one door. There's two. Like you've got the sort of thing where it's like, cool. If we open one of the doors, as long as the other one isn't closed, they can't get out. Uh, yeah, like, like it's very much yeah, an airlock situation. They, like, they, hmm, they should, is, they should be experimenting on these animals. Also, I don't want to get mauled by a tiger trying to free that tiger. Yep. Also, the other really confusing thing is, so he opens up the second door, and then he leaves. Like, there's, like, the, like, plastic sheets and things like that, but, like, he obviously doesn't see the monster inside, because he walks out, and he's not freaking the fuck out on the thing that's in there. Uh, because then, like, scientist dude who got the notification is like, oh my god, you didn't open up those doors. And he's like, you're damn right I did, old man. And the guy's just like, no. Uh, it's just like, okay. We you, you all need to get you. out of here. They're like, you can't silent truth. And then the monster grabs him. And he's like, it's it's the classic scene where it's like, you know somebody is like holding his legs up so he's vertical. And they just popped a blood pellet. And it's like, we're going to yank you and just hold on to the door frame and then let go after like three seconds from yeah. every like amateur horror movie ever. It works great, though, every single time. It is it is a great little maneuver, and it, it this this episode feels like they went horror movie style, and it's great. yeah. This uh, feels this, this entire feels intro like, feels like the beginning of like a B like horror movie with like the with like the teens being rowdy and stuff and then getting attacked by a monster. Is this not the opening to Twenty Eight Weeks Later or Twenty Eight Days Later? <laughs> but but anyways, are we sure, are we so, sure the monster hasn't been injected with rage? <laughs> It's just another weird porcupine, like Sonic Unleashed Monster. That's all it is. That's why the title is Unleashed, because it's a Sonic Unleashed Monster. God. Sonic Team Y. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so so they see this guy die and unsurprisingly freak the fuck out, um, as anyone would, um, and try and run out of there. Three of them make it out, uh, but the fourth guy, the cocky one, um, gets <laughs> yeah. uh, caught by the monster as he's leaving. And you get to see, once again, the classic dragged away uh, back inside. And sped um, up, like, it's got to be sped up like 1.2%, something like that. Like, it's... They, they do that a couple of times, which is why it feels very, like, 2000 horror-y. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're driving away, and then the monster follows them, and it crashes the car. And the car's upside down, and there's one went in the back seat. And you go from a camera into, like, uh, a rail, like, dolly zoom. But it's sped up one and a half times. And it's that weird, like, oh, monster running at you. But it's actually the camera running at, at like, two times playback speed. And then she does the, the horror scream. Yes. We, and we, we do get, once again, we're back to the classic um, scream for the cold, for the cold intro. Yeah. Yep. I, no, uh, no body cold. horror. It's just surprising how many times we do that woman scream into cold <laughs> open. Like, <laughs> woman scream into dropping something also. Yeah. Yes. Just keeps happening. Which, if you watch um, Knives Out, they actually do a really nice, like, cliche dodge with that. Nice. Uh, Knives Where Out, there's... though, was entirely a cliche dodge. Like, cliche dodge the movie. But it's like a woman carrying a tray with a bunch of mugs, and she finds a body, and she screams, and the dish st- starts to tilt, and she's like, ah, shit, and has to, like, balance it, because why would you drop it? Yeah, she then catches it, and like, oh, fuck, that's not gonna help the situation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we, we, get our, we get our cold open, and uh, we open up to, once again, a reasonably happy scene. Uh, it's Walter doing some lab work, and Peter comes in and is hungry because you know. Oh, yeah, everyone is having breakfast, and he sees a nice, tasty omelet. Yeah, he, he sees that there's some like half-eaten bread, and he's like, "Cool, I guess I won't eat Walter's bread." But then mm-hmm. he notices an omelet, and he's like, "Sweet!" Grabs the uh, yum, yum, yum. Starts to starts to chow down on the omelet. Right, that, that's what happens. <laughs> Walter freaks the fuck out. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, you gotta share, Walter. And for some reason, Peter comes off as, like, extraordinarily dickish for no reason. Yeah. In this episode, like, he sees the omelet, he sees Walter doing something, and then he's like, watch this, I'm gonna grab a fork and knife, and I'm gonna I'm eat gonna this eat fucking this omelet. omelet. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it in front of him. Fuck so, him. So it makes you wonder if more is happening between Peter and, and Rachel behind the scenes through all of this, because Peter comes off as overly confident during this entire episode. Yeah. It's it, there feels like there's like this was written to go in somewhere else, 
and like this feels it's a good episode but it feels like a filler episode from what we've come off of this episode definitely feels like filler it's once again monster of the week literally yeah um, it doesn't have doesn't have much connection to the previous episodes or to the future episodes yeah the season it it really just feels like they wrote this earlier and went and we don't have time because like Peter meets Rachel, and they kind of go, like, a little flirty, and then nothing happens, and then there's this episode. It feels like this should have gone back-to-back to their first introduction, and it didn't. Yeah, but at the same time, you're like, okay, cool, they've just kind of kept it off camera, and it catches Olivia by surprise, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, but Walter but, freaks but yeah. out and is like, don't eat my omelet. There's an ear in there. <laughs> and but he flips the omelet been... over, and there's a human ear. Growing in the, growing in the omelet, though <laughs> not growing anymore, because, you know... Peter broke it, uh, as you do when you I cut also it have, the egg. I because this obviously starts an argument where because Walter's like this could have killed you if you ate it. It's like a protein incubator for this ear I'm growing. And Peter's like, yeah. Well, how about the other day when I tried to wash my face in a sink full of acid? Yeah, you, you kind of learned that Walter never learned what proper lab safety was, or lab safety in like the 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 like nineties, eighties, and nineties was. I mean, you know, his terrifying. last lab, his last lab burned to the ground. So like, yeah, killing, yeah. killing someone. It was fine. But I do I mean, have an. I don't think I have, it burned to the ground because they're yeah. in the lab. So. Uh, sorry, it caught fire. Yeah. Uh, I do have um, a note here that is uh, Peter does a pro gamer move and tells Walter that they live in a society. He does. I did. Yeah. The, yeah. The line we live in a society is written forever. You can never tell someone that anymore. Yeah. No. It's it doesn't exist. Like you just you you don't say those words. Man, what a decade has done to the English language. Oh. Um, but yeah, we we basically learned that Walter needs to work on some uh, some lab safety because. Um, not cool. If literally anyone that didn't know Walter came to that lab, there'd be a lo- like a massive fucking lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been already. Yeah, like this is still in Harvard. Like they come and do lab checks, and yeah. they look at the lab, and they'd be like, "The fuck are you doing in here? This isn't okay." <laughs> Why do you have a cow? <laughs> <laughs> and then they get called to the crime scene, and like they have the one body, and he's got like massive gouges, her face and neck and stuff. And Walter's like, "Oh man, these look like..." giant claw marks with the angle oh yeah these these are bird talons and peter's like ha 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 we're looking for bigfoot or a big bird bird. (laughs) and walter's like no 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 wouldn't be that something much bigger a pterodactyl maybe (laughs) it was great this this is the moment where you're like oh my god is fringe gonna do dinosaurs is fringe gonna do dinosaurs or instead is big bird going to be terrifying and then after all his raving of don't just eat anything you find, he pulls out a breakfast burrito from the car crash with the dead teens in it and, and just starts munching on it. And starts munching on it. <laughs> Delicious. It's what you do. <laughs> they do. That leads them to a clue because Olivia's like, there's four like pop cans in there, but there's only three bodies. And Peter's like, oh, hey, I know the fast food joint this is from. It's near MIT. And Broyles is there and he's like, I thought you faked your degree. <laughs> He's like, wait, hey, wait. I, I still spend a couple days there. Like, you gotta at least give Peter his, his uh, the benefit of the doubt. He, he does his research on the places that he fakes being. But I'm like, why so sassy? And then Walter gets seen sassy and he's like, yeah, son, why do anything when you can just fake it? <laughs> it was lots of sass, which I felt like for no reason against Peter. Uh, so they, they go... Oh, go. Oh, oh. Uh, they, uh, they, they then uh, identify the victims because, fortunately, their faces haven't been like torn from their bodies yet because there's no ID on them. Uh, but they are able to do uh, some amount of identification. And Olivia goes and questions um, one of the housemates. Which is why I say this takes place around Halloween. Why? Because he, like, he offers candy. And for some reason, I go Halloween. No, they're just. No, I think that that's just university like, students are pigs. <laughs> yeah, it it was definitely a frat house as well, yeah. and super gross. Well, oh, yeah. the guy, the guy also opened the door and he sees Olivia, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, baby?" Yes, and then and then she's like, "Can I ask you some questions?" Like, I'd love that. <laughs> and then goes in, and he's like, "Oh, that bong? That's not mine. A stranger left it here." Uh, my favorite part is he pauses because he's gonna, he was going to say a friend and he's like, nope, I can't use that one either. <laughs> but yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, I know, I know that guy that died. His name was like Chris or something. 
Yeah, but also he doesn't like say that he's dead. He's just like, eh. Yeah. He's just like, oh yeah, I haven't seen him. Uh, yeah. Come in. He's like, he, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that'd be in FBI trouble. He's an, he's an animal rights activist. And then does the weirdest turn of phrase to describe someone who loves animals. Because if you love animals, you're like, oh yeah, he loves anything with like a paw. Or like something like that with fur. He says, oh yeah, he loved anything with a beak or a claw. Like yeah. he's specifically targeting birds. Hey, that's it's the dude was just a feathery. Oh, like no. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. This it's, avian furry. This was this was two thousand nine. Yeah, feathery. This was two thousand nine. How how in depth were were the furries in two thousand nine? No, they were just dude. furries back then. They weren't no, the feathery they... scaly split off hadn't hadn't occurred yet. That schism <laughs> in the furry culture hadn't occurred yet. The great reptilian <laughs> schism of two thousand twelve that led to scalies and then also the featheries <laughs> did not occur yet. Exactly. Don't ask me why I know this. <laughs> Don't worry, David. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> I wonder how much of that stuff in like the furry community you could track just by the use of anthropomorphized animals in video games oh my god probably uh, did you did you were, did you watch the ps4 or ps5 review uh charlie by the way yes i did and that's did super see, that's did super you see weird. The weird furry scaly <laughs> like life is strange but furries <laughs> there's like game. a family of pterodactyls <laughs> so weird it was such a weird thing to show off it's and like the ps5 big reveal and here's this uh very small uh touching uh game about life in a high school oh also they're all animals uh well also so so, so going going off of into the video game like furry side of things how in-depth have you guys both looked into that um itch.io game bundle uh, oh, fair well. amount. Um, it's listen. There's a lot of weird crap in it. Did, did you notice the like lesbian furry dating sim in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there was at least one. I think there was Dude, more than man, one. That's Dude, not even that like, weird. There's there's dungeons and lesbians. There's yep. a visual novel called like Visual Boy Love or something like that. There's a whole bunch of LGBTQ plus style games in there. Oh yeah, it's an incredible uh, bundle. But <laughs> yeah, it's like ten grand of value. I mean, Night in the Woods is in there, which, like, there's a couple games in that bundle, which is, which is, like, just is enough for me to have bought it by themselves. I saw Celeste oh. and was like, cool, I'm good to go. Celeste, um, um, Overland, Night in the Woods, uh, Pyre. You, you guys there. need to play uh, Oxenfree. Oh, Oxenfree is in there? It's in the bundle and it fucked me up oh. for the first 10 minutes. Play Oxenfree. Oxenfree. so good. <laughs> I right. also ended up buying um, Ori in the Blind Forest because it was on sale. So I got to play that at some point. But Ooh, nice. uh, um, I don't want to be sad. I heard the ending. Yeah, I heard the ending will make you cry. So Yeah, I don't want to be sad, though. <laughs> okay, anyways, back, back to the... Uh... Back to the TV show. We are a solid ten oh, right. minutes into the episode, in case you guys are wondering. Oh, jeez. Yeah. They go. Sorry, they go hard cut from he loved anything with beaker claw to Astrid going. This thing had massive claws. Yes. And, and they're like, I know these were talons. Yeah, and then they flip him over, and it's like this thing also had four inch fangs. And it's like they're like, wait, hold on, eight inch talons and four inch fangs. And Walter's like, reminds me of a woman I knew in Cleveland. <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland. <laughs> and they're like they're like you're we're looking for a lion snake. Yep. Cuz it's got claws of a lion and and this is I think this is where the TV guy people stopped. Yes, yeah, this is where they the went, TV guy tuned tuned out. They're, they're like, like cool. claws of a lion and eagle talons. Cool. Done. Let's go. Episode summary written. Because they go Charlie is in danger of being its latest victim. Well, there's some animal control guys who show up, and they're like, it's always a monster. Some woman always calls, like, that little raccoon a monster. Sorry, boys. This time, it is a monster. You're going yeah. to die. Those I, guys I really like, you tried to do the Boston accent there, too, Charlie? Like, you were no, trying. I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, it sounded You like had a little bit of it, yeah. Owen, when you were imitating that dude. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, two people doomed to uh, hell show up. Yep. Hey, but we didn't get their life stories for Yes, so maybe one of them survives. Who knows? <laughs> but you do get the musical sting as they hear the rattlesnake sounds. <laughs> yeah. And start to go investigate. And like, you're kind of like, hmm, she called it a monster, and I'm hearing a rattlesnake. Cool, I guess it's a rattlesnake, but that sounded really loud for a rattlesnake. Like, <laughs> I mean, but it's also a rattlesnake in Boston in the winter? Like, yeah. This not... Uh... 
it's not great. And then we cut back and Olivia's talking to Peter. She's like, oh, so you're talking to my sister now? And he's like, oh, God. Well, he gives a little cocky smile and he's like, what, does that bother you? (laughs) Thousand IQ play. Get to the woman you like through her sister. Is that Thousand IQ? No, no, don't don't do it. Abusive or weird at all. It's very stupid. It's just, it's just, it's just a terrible move. Uh, And we we get Walter starting to like kind of freak out because he's starting to like kind of piece together what's happening with this with this monster. He's Mm -hmm. going through some of his old case files, and you can see him being like visibly agitated, but also trying his best to hide it. Yeah. Um, And Olivia's like, "Oh, hey, someone said she saw a monster off of like I ninety. Gonna go check that out." And Walter's like, Olivia, be careful. And she's like, cool, thanks. You always say this. <laughs> I'm sure this isn't weird at all. And even Peter, Peter's like, what the fuck is wrong with you today? <laughs> and Walter's just like, nothing. I just want her to be safe. Exactly. And um, then poor, poor Charlie. Yeah. Yep. We cut to Charlie by himself investigating the uh, animal control truck. Which is not a good sign for his life. No. Like any any time he is by himself with fringe stuff, bad shit happens. I'm just impressed that Charlie hasn't been roped into the whole fringe thing at this point. Because he investigates it. Like, he shows up on the scene all the time. Yeah. After, after getting the call from Olivia. And it's like, cool, Um, this is probably just a normal, you know, angry tiger in the woods or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure nothing here will be bad. And bad. I'm sure, up, I'm sure a bad... Oh. Yeah, but he opens up the door of the van, and a dead body plops out. Yeah, and at that point, he pulls out his gun, and all I could think, so, like, every time that they, like, pull out their gun, and I'm like, a single bullet from pistols not gonna stop something like that. Like, that's not how it works. Well, I mean, but you also don't... the dead body. Yeah. yeah, at this point, so... Do you want him to just proceed without a gun? No, I want him to go back to his fucking car and wait for backup. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You see some guy mauled in a truck, and you're like, all right, time to take this thing on. 1v1 me, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, because he keeps walking into the woods, finds the other dead body, and then... So we had this discussion before. Fringe is really, really good with special effects, because they know when to hide it, and they do practical. They hit it as long as they could. Yep. That tail looked really bad today. Oh, Uh, man. it's, It's just a big snake tail. It's Some just, of the yeah, it <laughs> looks so bad. I'll admit this. This monster, like, okay, in terms of how bad, like, a lot of CGI monsters at this time looked, um, mm-hmm. this looks pretty all right. Is all I'm gonna yeah. say. Um, but yes. Well, the issue with this is that it's 100% CG, which is why it doesn't hold up. Yeah, because yeah. they didn't even try to do practical at this point. It's just CG. Yep. Uh, but we 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 see the we see the CGI rattlesnake tail and it's fucking massive and mm-hmm. wax Charlie, which was great. Um, yeah, like we don't even see the full tail and it's easily like five feet long. Yep, and it just goes out and whacks Charlie. Um, and <laughs> then Olivia shows up and Olivia looks at the correct side of the car where there's a fucking lot of you know raspberry jam yeah. on the side of the car. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, raspberry jam. <laughs> and goes, uh-oh, this is bad. Uh, and then here's Charlie groan and then start firing his gun. Only one man would dare use strawberry. <laughs> Lone Star. Um, and then pulls her gun as well. It's like, all right, time to go Time to go put down this monster, I guess. Um, <laughs> runs off into the forest to go find Charlie. And then she does, and he has what looks like, it honestly looks like they just reused a porcupine quill from the yeah. other monster episode. And he's got like but, a little, like he's got like some, uh, he, he got a bruise on his uh, head, well, a cut. Yeah. Um, and yeah, something coming out of his, uh, like, you know, some bad stuff coming out of his chest. But otherwise um, looks to be okay, and Walter's yeah. like, put the stinger in this cup, the EMT, because he pulled one out of the other dead body. Well, okay, be- before we get to that, I-, I just also want to point out the great line of Olivia comes over and is like, what was it? And Charlie's response is, big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, also, so they-, they get the stinger out, and the EMT is like, we can go, like, patch you up the hospital if you want. And <laughs> Charlie's like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, what? Why is that an are, option? Are you are you sure? <laughs> Charlie doesn't get good health benefits. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one at Fringe does good. apparently. Yeah, no one in the states does. So it's like, all right, the paramedics came. Shit, um, maybe the FBI will cover this for me, but they certainly won't cover my hospital visit then. <laughs> but 
it's just Walter. Like Walter obviously basically knows what this thing is at this point, and he's like, he's like, Agent, did it have like core skin like a rhino? And Charlie's like, I haven't touched any rhinos. Me. <laughs> but yeah. Was so much sarcasm for no reason. And he's like, the tail was it segment. And he's like, I didn't get a good look. He's knocking me on my ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. To be fair, I'd be pretty pissed off as well if I was Charlie in this situation. I just got fucked up by something. And then someone's like, all right, did it feel like a rhino? I liked Walter's suggestion there. Of, uh, basically, he's, Charlie is going, yeah, I, I don't know. And Walter's like, I could hypnotize you. Maybe you do. You did see it, but you just don't remember. Exactly. At which Olivia and Peter's like, okay, okay, calm down. Calm down. It's like, I, I got some good LSD. Uh, yeah. There are ways I can make you remember. And then uh, Olivia gets a call from Astrid being like, hey, you wanted me to see if there are any animal clinics or like research areas near the first like, death? Well, yeah, there's Swift Pharmacies or whatever. And Olivia goes on the tour and the guy's like, yeah, it's a shame we got to test on animals, but like, it's what you, you gotta do. do what you gotta do. And I'm like, oh. is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Nowadays, we just three print some skin. Yes. <laughs> We're slowly moving away from that being necessary. Um, but yeah. It's also, yeah, it was fun. I, I got to have this this conversation with, with others at some point because we were talking about that, the, you know, why things like skinny pigs and hairless rats exist. Uh, it's like, yeah. yeah, basically just for testing. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're these poor immunocompromised naked animals um, that we made. It's like, yep, they're, they're, they're great for testing things, though, because they're immunocompromised, so they'll be allergic to basically fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, as Fringe really loves to point out, man is a real monster. Basically. We do, we do, we do get that one again. Oh. Uh, and then we cut back to the lab, and like Astrid's from the autopsy, and Walter's like, I can't focus, but you're running around. And Astrid's like, Walter, are you talking? He's like, nope, no, I am not. <laughs> Just talking to myself. Yep. Don't worry about me. And then you get the great line where Olivia's like, Walter, like, what would I need to make? Because Walter's like, this is a transgenic animal. They basically made a chimera. They took their favorite bits of different animals and mushed it together. And Olivia's like, what would you need to make one so I can see if Swift, like Swift Research has bought any of it? And he's like, sodium bicarbonate, a house in the country, a place to be alone with my thoughts, below for the long nights, and time. Lots of time. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Walter's been thinking about this for years. <laughs> So and then weird. it turns out, yes, he has, because he pulls out a notebook and he had drawn up a snake with spider legs. You're like, why? Walter, why would why? you want to make this? Walter, why? You know what like, basically nothing needs um, to, to make it look nice? Spider legs. Also, I think he came up with a chocobo. Is there a chocobo? There it chocobo? honestly looks like there might be a chocobo. Oh, uh, and there's, there's a shark with the tail of an eel that seems redundant at that point. And then a snake with spider legs. But, like, the size of almost... Like, I don't understand why you would want that. Yeah. Like, what is the advantage? Um, but, anyways, um, we, we do get Walter being like, well, I tried to do this, like, 20 years ago, which is definitely not a common theme uh, in, this, in, this, uh, in this series. Um, oh, of course not. <laughs> and and then, Walter's like, well, it was I, I did it with Kelvin Genetics, you know? The, the U.S. government, of course, wanted, uh, wanted to be able to do this. Um... They wanted me to make monsters. So basically. Yeah. This is what makes it feel like this is such an early episode. Yeah, because yeah. it is back to like Walter's old research, where they yeah. sort of got away from with the last episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, but while they're discussing this, Olivia's like, hey, I, I need some names. Who who helped you on this project? Uh, Astrid turns around, looks at the body bag, and the body bag's moving. And you're like, oh, oh no. no. Oh, this no. is... This is a really good scene in this episode because they're like Peter's yelling at him is like, of course this is related. You knew it all along. You didn't say anything, and they kind of cut to Astrid. You see the body bag move a bit, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then Astrid's like, oh, guys, guys moving. To be fair, this is where it this is where it differs from a horror movie because if this was a horror movie, all four of them would be dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they yeah. unzip it, and dude's got bugs coming out of his body. Lots and, and lots of like, maggots. So they're like gross. maggots, and Walter's like, no, not maggots larvae and you're like ah yeah. shit and then like the body like the chest bursts open a little yeah which i'm walter's not okay like, about walter's like oh get me a petri dish puts some on and more come out he's like get me a bucket and, <laughs> then, and then the entire like y incision like 
opens up and there's a whole bunch more bugs. He's like, two buckets. <laughs> well, Astrid, no. He says two buckets because Astrid's like, I'm going to throw up. And then he goes, two buckets. <laughs> there's Walter, a lot of really good little quips, but oh. Walter's on fire this episode. He very much is. <laughs> and um. so they, they cut. It's like the news is saying it's a mountain lion. And this woman's like, what? how is there a mountain lion in Boston? Which is the normal reaction. And then out comes from the bathroom is Charlie being like, eh, who it was? Maybe it came from the zoo. <laughs> and at this point, you're like, wait, Charlie has a life? Uh, yeah. Like, not just a wife, but just a life in general, because you, you never get that. Char- Charlie has a life and a wife? What? <laughs> he doesn't, he's John just FBI guy. Episodes ago. And then Olivia shows up, and then they give him an ultrasound, and congratulations. It's like 20,000 boys. Because, <laughs> oh. yeah, oh. it turns out that thing Stinger lays eggs in you. Mm. Charlie's a dad. the most upsetting thing to learn, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like they have 24 hours before they'll like eat him from the inside out. Yeah, I, I, I will say, as someone who's working with ultrasound images, uh, the, the, the whole, like, I, I, I don't work exactly by with everything, but, like, when, when they're like, all right, enhance by 10 times, and, like, Mm. <laughs> yes, this is but, mm. this is how this works. <laughs> it's and it's, then <laughs> and then for no reason whatsoever, entirely unrelated to the episode, totally. There's a mom and her kid playing at a playground. It's yeah. weird that we have this scene that'll never come over again. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> nothing bad happening here. Um, it's uh, just a random scene that they meant to have be in like the like deleted scenes, but they put it in anyways. Um, yeah, totally nothing <laughs> bad happens. Yeah, but I will also point out before we get to that, um, we also have um, Walter going. All right, let's let's figure out how we can kill off the uh, kill off all these little babies growing inside of Charlie. Uh, and he's like, "Well, this poison will probably work." Um, <laughs> and he's like, um, "Won't that kill like Charlie too?" He's like, "Maybe." <laughs> I mean, hey, you gotta you gotta try. A couple here, crack a couple eggs. Yeah. And then Broyles is actually very involved in this episode. He's doing legwork. Yeah, which is um, not how it works. <laughs> yeah, and then they find out that one of the victims was Jonathan Swift, who was the son of the guy who runs Swift Research. Yeah. So he was breaking into his dad's lab to free the animals. Mm-hmm. And then, Explains a lot of things. Yeah, and then it turns out this wasn't based off of Walter's research. There was somebody else who was doing similar research, and it was based off of theirs. So Walter gets his guilt removed, kind of conveniently. Yes. Um, though I do and, also uh, really like that the FBI agents like, "Hey, uh, Peter's on line six. and they're like, "Cool. Who's on line one through five for Olivia right now?" Um, well, it uh, might be it might be it's priority all up to the stuff. Same system, yeah. Maybe. As well, like, like there's hey, other things well, going on. Priority is one through five, like inner office stuff like that. Yeah. But, but yes, we we learn we learn more about the monster, um, and none of it is good. Uh, yeah. And then we cut back to the happy child playing in the playground, with nothing yeah. bad happening. Oh and then, God! <laughs> and then I think they find out they go to the lab because Charlie's having like seizures and stuff, and they're like mm-hmm. the larva is getting worse. But they map the attacks out where the creature's been, and they I think they find out it's been traveling through the sewer system, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, Walter has a little bit of a moment and realizes like they're traveling to the sewer. That means we can't really easily track them. But that means we have nothing, and he sort of freaks out a little. Yes. Because yeah. of it. And you know, it makes sense. You know, snakes would like to be in the in the sewers because it'd be warm mm-hmm. down there, uh, and it comes up only to feed or mate, which is just a disturbing thought. Uh, yep. Because <laughs> both of those things involve humans, um, much like David in the winter. Hey, whoa! There's no mating. <laughs> Um, I think the, the other thing that we kind of skipped over that was just, ooh, it was it was quite a little Walter quote was um, when Walter goes, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure, you know, that like he's telling uh, Charlie, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the eggs get injected through the stinger. And he goes, the good news is it didn't mate in the conventional way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that would have been, that been too much. That That's... <laughs> 2009 wouldn't have made it to TV. 2020 still wouldn't have made it to TV. Yeah. And then Walter, uh, I think Walter, they're coming up with like, how do we get it? And Walter's like, well, it's like a parent, so let's lure it out with some of its larvae. Which, hey, like, makes sense. Yeah, but I feel like it makes less sense when it lays like how many thousands of larvae in a sting? 
Like, yeah. surely the instincts wouldn't be that strong if it gives off so many offspring. Yeah, it's K... Uh, oh, what is that? It's K and L. Or K and... Oh. Wow, what a nerd. Fuck. Judge him with me, David. Make fun of him with me. What a nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> selection versus the other kind. Our, our selection. And I believe that's K selection. Yeah. Anyways, getting away from the nerd talk. Oh, uh, and Walter also is like... um. The larva obviously doesn't eat inside the mother, so we can trick the larva into self-destructing if we get some of those DNA. And we put the blood of the mother into Charlie. Yeah, which surely that won't fuck with anything else. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's not inject random animal's blood into Charlie. Listen, that's what's happening. It is. Charlie doesn't get a say in it either. It's <laughs> just so they go and, yeah. Also, I was wrong. It's our selection, not case selection. Case okay, selection. we don't care. I care. <laughs> we go down into the sewers, and Walter is obviously still quite distressed about, like, this is my fault. Charlie I would say might die. This is also where the episode gets worse for me with uh, Peter, Walter, and Olivia off in the sewers. Because I'm like, okay. really? You're sending the two scientist guys off into the sewers? Yeah, like, surely this would be a SWAT team. <laughs> Surely you could send more professional people with more guns yeah. than just the like three two, main characters. Well, massive, to like, duels. To, to be fair, what do you tell a bunch of FBI agents? Hey, we're going monster hunting. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that giant porcupine monster we fought? It's kind of like that. Bring some guns. <laughs> or you're you're sworn to secrecy over this. If you even breathe a word about it, you labeled the traitor and shipped off to Guantanamo. Yeah. Basically. Like, <laughs> Like, this is the U.S. government. They can make people stay quiet. I guess. This is, yeah, <laughs> we have, but we have also entirely skipped over the um, the, the guy going, well, oh, no, right. that was they my go, kid. <laughs> yeah, they go back to the uh, the Swift uh, labs, and um, Olivia's grilling him about the situation. She's like, yeah, you didn't tell me that there was a, there was a, the fifth person there that we found out was your son. And so, like, <laughs> this monster has already killed five people. And you're really nope. on, that, on your conscience? And the dude kind of turns around. And he's like, "It's it's seven people." She's like, "What? Yeah, the monster's killed seven people. <laughs> killed, you know, it killed it killed my son as well, and maybe another guy, uh. and another person. Because seven, that's two more people. Yeah, not just five. Then, then nine, then, because the two animal control guys. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Olivia was including that. You've got um, the three so, three students in the car, two animal control guys, and then the two others. The two in the lap. But that's seven people then. She's only said five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She said five because she only knew of five at this point. Oh, okay. And the two other people in the lab. That makes sense. Yes. Olivia had okay. no idea that the lab was a thing. She just suspected it. Right. And was like, hey, your son could be out there currently being a host to all these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... It's no bueno. But then no. Walter, like, Walter gets up while they're in the sewer. He's like, oh, I have to pee. I'm just doing Walter things. And then he walks a little bit further and then locks the gate. And they're like, Walter, what the fuck? Out of everyone here, you are the worst equipped mm-hmm. to do this. But Walter's and he's like, like, it's my fault. Yeah, he's I like, have to my, do this. my research. And they're like, okay, never mind that we have a gun and can shoot that lock off. Also, at this point, Walter goes, hey, um, if, if the beast finds me um, and eats me or, or tries to do anything with me, that's why I'm swallowing all this poison. It'll only kill the beast. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, all right, cool, Walter. Cool, Walter. Just chug that viral poison down. But hey, at least he's got an hour of being completely fully functioning before he dies. Um, yes. And then, so he wanders down, and this is where it gets horror movie again. Cause it's dark and damply lit. And he's singing a song to himself too. Well, he's he's singing the Rufus song because Rufus had nightmares. Oh, and and then we see the monster and. And Walter. the illusion is ruined. Yeah, and Walter's like, I don't have to pee anymore. <laughs> but they, yeah, they even best, like they do do their best to try and keep the monster as well hidden as possible. It uh, is always like darkly lit, but oh man, that it just product of its time. Yep, product of its time. They did their best, like with the CG at the time. That's still all right. Yeah, but yes, it's. Oh, it did, you can tell when like <laughs> it just looks very bad because the rest of this scene is like hand cam or shaky cam and then you got some tripod shots well but yeah because it's, it's monster <laughs> yeah but then when you have like the monster also the monster's tail has like suction cups underneath it 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. It, it's like, oh cool, I guess they forgot to mention that it was part octopus. Yeah. All but kinds when, of gross. When the monster's moving and stuff, you get like those weird... You guys seen like new Battlestar Galactica, right? No. Um, a bit of it. You know when they're out in space and they do those great pan and shots? That's what they're doing with the monster. You and mean it the looks firefly really zoom shots. Yes. Also also that. Super cheesy zoom. It's it's a great sci-fi thing. But in this one it's like it's just like, okay, digital shake and zoom, but it's all very precision shake and zoom. Yeah. And it's like you just did a digital camera inside your already like inside your plate. And it, it looks really unnatural with the rest of the yep. show. Um, and the the monster knocks knocks Walter to the ground with his tail uh, and turns around and immediately charges uh, Olivia and Peter, who are just you know deer in head, headlights about this monster, um, which was great. But don't worry, Walter's there um, getting the Second <laughs> Amendment right in. It. Yeah, <laughs> Walter does Walter things. Walter being a badass and saving the day here. And gets two shots, I guess, perfectly in the heart to take out this monster because. That's how it works. Yeah, and you said bullet from a handgun do jack shit against it. <laughs> because they would. You want to know what happens? It's got the bear. It's got the skin. At you and you have a rifle. The bear kills you. It's got the skin of a rhino, and those like Desert Eagle shots will clean through it and killed it instantly. Yeah. Well, what we learn afterwards is that Walter actually has a deagle, and, and Olivia's like, "The fuck did you get this, Walter?" <laughs> he took it from Peter, or he took it from Olivia. They show the box of two guns. Yes. Before they go in, um, and then they they make a cure and they synthesize it, and Walter is off screen given the antidote for his poison. Yeah, Walter takes his his poison medication <laughs> as well, which is good. <laughs> Thank God. And then we get character development between Walter and Peter that feels like it already happened. Yeah, there's a lot of like back and forth on that. <laughs> Which is interesting. This really feels like it was aired out of sequence. It does. Which is unfortunate, because it's not a bad episode. It just, it feels like we're past these kinds of episodes at this point. Yeah. In the story. And so to have this sort of, like, filler, not related to anything episode is interesting. This late in the season. Yeah. It definitely is. Uh... And then the show ends, where the episode ends with Charlie snuggling up to his wife in bed. Which, hey, uh, I, I can't wait to never meet her again. Yeah. And then uh, Olivia seeing her niece and sister sleeping on the couch, reading the the Burlap Bear book for And then you're like, oh, Olivia gets peaceful sleep. But nope, she can't sleep. And she just lies in bed alone. Spooky-ass yeah. monster shit. <laughs> I mean, it, now that she knows monsters are real. Yeah, even yeah more you so. check under your bed every night. But it's very, it's very much so like, oh, look, Charlie's got someone to snuggle with. Rachel's got someone to snuggle with. Fuck you, Olivia. You don't have anyone. <laughs> yes, they, they were definitely going for that in this. Of the, like, that's, uh, that's what the sequence feels like. I didn't get that vibe, but now I am. Man, <laughs> no, that's yeah. harsh. It's, it's harsh, but it's also what they were going for, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. like, you know, even if even if you then cut to Peter, it's Peter and Walter chatting. Yeah, it's very much everyone has got someone else but Olivia. Yep. <laughs> it's it's so very harsh. it's a very mean episode. It, it really is. Uh, and then yeah, that's the episode. If you missed the observer in this episode, you weren't watching it. How could you? Yeah, it's right behind the news lady talking about the mountain lion. And like yep. he's there for a full like twelve seconds. He's nope. there for so long. Yep. Just just chilling. Uh. Mad dogs. Mad dogs. The camera a little bit. <laughs> and then the because they're doing a theme, I guess the cipher for this episode was Peter. Mm-hmm. Yes, and which matches the other ones that have all been named so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, hey, David, you, you ready for once again still your favorite part? Oh, it just hit me with it. I'm gonna be all furious. Right. So oh, right. this, I remember this, this, one. one's, this one's really, really, really bad. Um, <laughs> so, so last last week's episode was serial guy, right? Yes. yes. So, so, so remember yeah. how there's there's creatures on there? Yep, I remember that. That's the hint. Yeah, the chi- no, it's the chick with the yeah. tattoos. No. Yes, there's there's Wait, a tattoo. Is, there is a tattoo is, on there that is a uh, a chimera. Is that is that the only the only hint? Yes. Yep. That's not a, that's not a hint. It's like, that's, hey, that's look, a... the next one's going to deal with mutated animals because oh there's a chimera on there. Oh <laughs> she, my god! 
She's got a chimera tattoo in this episode chimeras. Every time we talk about these hints, I like fringe less. (laughs) (laughs) Even though my favorite part is that like, yeah, no, it's a chimera. And you're like, okay, all right, cool. Where was the eagle? (laughs) Yeah, because they're like eagle talons. Nope, we mean lion claws. Yeah. I'm like, and then you look at the you look at the beast and you're like, cool. I guess I can see. I guess I can see like the body of a lion. Sure, um, body of a lion, but the skin of a rhino. Yeah, you know, and you know the the big spooky scorpion octopus rattlesnake tail. Yeah, because you got to remember there was a stinger on there somewhere. Ugh, the <laughs> stinger full of eggs too. Like oh, what? Yeah. Okay, um... <laughs> ratings. <laughs> David, what's your rating for this episode? Well, I was going to do fun facts. Um, uh, all right, yeah, what's, what's, what's the fun facts? Yeah, what's so your fun, fun facts? facts? Me, this episode is written shot. by Zach Wheaton and J.R.C. Orsi. We talked about that as well. Um, review-wise, this episode was sort of uh, uh, a little bit higher than middle of the road. It got like a 7.8 out of 10 from IGN, so uh, pretty well. It, got, it had 10.5 million viewers in the U.S. when it first aired um so pretty good episode ratings wise and everything which makes sense from that it's carrying on the high of the last couple episodes that have all rated pretty high yeah um this episode got two nominations for golden reel awards it lost in both good uh, so <laughs> not great <laughs> but um yeah uh the actor apparently uh in that sewer scene as well where they were uh, encountering the monster. Uh, the CGI for the beast had not been completed at all, so the actors had no idea what it was supposed to look like, <laughs> and were instead just told to picture a amalgam of a bat, lion, and a dragon. <laughs> and just oh, do cool. your best. Because there was so much dragon in that. Um... Mm. <laughs> that's that's yeah. great, though. <laughs> it shows that the CGI was done kind of like yeah. last minute. The actress who played um, Astrid as well said this was her uh, scariest episode because of the uh, big buckets of worms they were using (laughs) for the uh, parasites, like for the scene where they unhook the bag and it's full of stuff. Yeah, that was practical. So they didn't like that. That's that's fair. I can understand being like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not a fan. If you don't like bugs, that's not okay. Yeah, they uh the the dude was a real person lying there, and those were real worms, and they were <laughs> crawling all over him. And apparently, they had to film the scene a couple of times because they were just laughing in terror, sort of <laughs> at the dude as he was covered in these worms. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> also understandable. All right, so that'll bring us to ratings then. Um, yeah, I think like a three and a half to a four for me. Like, again, the end part, the sewer scenes kind of sours this episode for me. Cause up, yeah, it's... up to the sewers, this is like a four, and then the sewers is like a 2.5. <laughs> yeah, I can feel that. significantly better than un- unnamed episodes, we'll say. And then uh, Bound and No Gooder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, I'd put it, um, I'd say either a three or a three and a half. Uh, like, you know, once again, you know, solid solid Monster of the Week. Like, they just went back. They went back to Monster of the Week. But I I, I like the Monster of the Week episodes. I'm fine with yeah, them. Yeah, it's, can... it's a solid Monster of the Week episode well after they've, they're finished with Monster Week, though. Listen, the other thing you got to remember was back in 09, streaming wasn't big at this point like no i I, tv shows wasn't a thing so like i understand that important to have because they were solid episodes to put back as reruns yeah i i get the value of this episode as a rerun just looking at the season as a whole and like looking at everything else this is just a weaker episode especially because of its placement if it was placed at the beginning of the season this would have been a very high rated episode i think and it it feels like they wanted to put it at the beginning for all we know, Fox told them not to. Like, that is, yeah. we, you know, there's, that's definitely never happened before. Uh, yeah, Fox totally has not aired shows out of order and screwed them out of getting, like, the 18 seasons they deserve. Oh, 18 seasons and three movies it deserves. Oh, God. Instead of the not even a full airing of one season and the fan-funded one movie. Oh, but the movie's so good. I'm going to watch that movie again tonight. The movie's so good. Serenity's, <laughs> like, such I a good movie. It, so. Oh, it's so good. It's so sad, but so good. (laughs) There's graphic novels, too. Yeah. That, like, fill Um, in the blanks between that. 
Yeah, unfortunately, we can't talk more about Firefly because it doesn't fit the first show. It really it's doesn't. fantastic. It only has one season. <laughs> <laughs> a funeral, but it's... A, what would that be called? Just Awake would be that show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the wake of Firefly. Well, no, we, it would still be the four seasons, but instead of... You'd have season one, then season two would just be the movie, and then we'd have to find enough graphic novels to make two seasons out of. Um... <laughs> No, then we play the Firefly um, tabletop game, and we make fan fiction of what happens. And the, the, the fan fiction is the funeral, because we are going to be terrible. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a perfectly fine writer. Not so much about you guys, if you guys are playing the characters. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's all for this episode. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fine episode, just they've managed to do Monster of the Week while relating it to a bigger plot recently, so it feels really out of place. Yes, I will definitely give it that. Who's bringing us out? Oh, I am. Uh, (laughs) Cut that out in post, David. (laughs) No, I'm fine with leaving my mess ups in here. All right. So uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, Make sure to give us a review or a like on whatever podcatcher you use, be that uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Podbean, or Google Play. Uh, We're on all those services as well as Spotify. So make sure to uh, subscribe, give us a listen, and give us a review. Uh, that'd be much appreciated. Um, if you want to reach out to us directly, you can get us at our Twitter, which is at Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-F, or you can email us at uh, Forsaf at gmail.com, spelled the same way and just at Gmail. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this will be everything. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.